Welcome to Classical Guitar Around the World. There are guitar enthusiasts, and then there is Kevin Collins. Kevin has been called warm and entertaining by a New York Times music critic, as well as the American Segovia. Join us now for a journey through the world of classical guitar. Now, here's your host, Kevin Collins. Welcome to Classical Guitar Around the World. This is Kevin Collins on the Voice America Variety Network. This afternoon, we're going to spend some time with Michael Nix, the inventor of the banjar. Michael is a wonderful classical guitarist uh, with a background in composition, masters in composition from UMass, and he's made a wonderful life for himself with the guitar, and he's invented or even reinvented the banjar. The banjar is a combination of the classical guitar and the banjo. Michael has an interesting path in music. He began in violin and piano as a child, and like most of us, when the Beatles came around, everyone wanted to play the guitar. So thank you, Beatles, for bringing us Michael and lots of other good players. Michael's going to be on in the second section of this piece, of this program, the second segment of this program, so I hope you will stay with us. I'm going to talk a little bit about the pathway to the guitar, how it is that we all came to love this instrument and dedicate our lives to it, and even go so far as to make a living at it and support our families and have a life in music. It's not every, every day that you can do what you love and be remunerated for it and even Look forward to having a family and lots of opportunities to meet people. The guitar is normally, well, usually assumed to be a, a, so, a social instrument, you know. In many countries, for instance, I've been looking at Brazil. In Brazil, you can't separate the guitar from the fabric of life. When you go to the cafe, there'll be a table, big round table surrounded by people with guitars, and there are some uh, some some tunes that they play that are more or less national anthems. And uh, if you sit down in the cafe and you're having your, your coffee, and, and they start this piece, the entire cafe will erupt in song. My friend who went to Brazil went to a concert. He thought he would go to a concert of one of the great, great Brazilian guitarists. And as soon as the fellow started playing, the entire audience broke into song and they sang for the whole concert. And oh, I hear the concert, but everyone will sing. And that's really just the way it is. It's the same with the guitar in this country. The guitar is typically known as a folk instrument. My father, uh, picked up the classical guitar when I was quite young. It was the 60s, and it was just the heyday of uh, beginning the classical guitar where we are now. And uh, he also played some folk songs, so I grew up like, well, most people, singing folk songs, Blowing in the Wind, This Land is Your Land. And the, whenever we went on a trip, well, going to Grandma and Grandpa's house was about a six-hour drive, and we sang all the way up, just any silly song that you could think of. And so it was singing and was always just the most natural thing to me. And to pick up a guitar without singing was, was a little bit strange. It wasn't until later when I heard the music of Segovia that I became a member of the guitar. Segovia was a singing song. You know, we think of the guitar as a plucking and strumming, but with Segovia, he was able to... make it sing. And it was the singing quality that appealed to me. 
Today, Michael's going to talk about his pathway to the guitar, and this is a name that you hear a lot on this show. It's Leo Brower, and uh, for many people, Brower was our first uh, exposure to the sound of the guitar. The, the Estudios Simples, are the simple studies of Leo Brower, are a standard repertoire. I played uh, the first 10 Brower studies for my graduate recital and for my audition at Juilliard. The, uh, the simple does not mean easy, and I'm going to play some of the simple studies for you now, and uh, you'll get a taste of what makes the guitar people like me and Michael. We call it Arrow Through the Heart. I'm going to play some of the Brower simple studies for you now. My name is Kevin Collins, and this is Classical Guitar Around the World on the Voice America Variety Network.
That's Simple Studies by Leo Brower. This is Kevin Collins on classical guitar around the world. On our second section tonight, we'll be listening to the music and talking to Michael Nix, the inventor of the banjar, a combination of classical guitar and banjo. The banjo has a long tradition in Europe. It was uh, adopted by Europe in the 1800s and brought to this country. Originally a folk instrument of the enslaved people. It was played with a little down strum of the back of the nail and it was in Europe where the the picking of the string came to be, and this is the picking style that we know in our five-string bluegrass banjo. And in college, Michael had a dual life. During the week, he was a serious classical music student, and on the weekends, he played banjo and guitar in a bluegrass band. And so over the years, he had to come to terms with how do you reconcile these these two different ways of looking at the, at the instrument and he uh, decided to do the brave thing and he adopted the banjo and the guitar and sought out great makers and adopt and was able to meld the two together and then he began seeking out composers for this new instrument one of great segovia's great comp contributions to the guitar was the development of a repertoire of new compositions and Michael in the great tradition of Segovia has sought out composers and in fact Michael is a good composer himself he uh, composes many of his work and ranges for the instrument as well and we're going to hear some more of that in the segment number two of this show I'm going to play another little piece for you. This is a piece I wrote for my student, Willie. It's, uh, I decided I wanted to write a piece for this young fellow that was a two-finger piece. And this is a challenge. Make up a little room, a little rule. And the rule is you can only use two fingers. And not only that, but the name of the piece is The Guitar. It was the funniest thing. When Willie played this for his school, for the entire school, it was in memory of his grandmother who had just passed, and he got up and he introduced his piece, and he says, now I'm going to play the guitar. And everyone looked at him, and then he said, it's the name of the piece. So, ladies and gentlemen, The Guitar by Kevin Collins. This is Kevin Collins on classical guitar around the world on the Voice of America Variety Network. I'll be right back. Thank you. 
that is a little piece I wrote for Willie. It's called The Guitar. It's, if you notice, it's uh, a little bit in the style of the uh, movie theme from the movie The Piano. So it was inspired by a movie theme, and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, while we're here and we have a little time, I'm going to play another of the classical guitar favorites for you. This is considered the most hackneyed piece in the repertoire that um, most people won't play for you. So I set about a challenge for myself to make it so nice that you couldn't say it was anything less than the greatest. This is Spanish romance. If you ever want to annoy a classical guitarist, ask them to play Spanish romance and just to see the look on their face. And uh, if they've got any salt in them, they will make it worth your while. This is Spanish Romance. This is originally the theme from the French movie Roses. So if you go to France, they love this song. In France, you can play this all day long, and they will love you. This is Spanish Romance, and this is Kevin Collins on classical guitar around the world on the Voice America Variety Network. Okay. Spanish Romance, written as a theme for the French movie Roses. If you ever get a chance to see Roses, it's a tragic but beautiful movie of two children in the middle of World War II. This is Kevin Collins on classical guitar around the world on the Voice America Variety Network. Coming up, we have an interview with guitarist, banjoist and inventor of the American Banjar, Michael Nix. Please stay with us and we'll be back on the other side. <laughs> 
See you right back here in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Tune in every Friday to get your weekend kickoff early. Join the legendary G. Keith Alexander for What's Hot Harlem America. The flagship show of the new Harlem America Digital Network has something for everyone. From the latest in entertainment to empowerment, health and wellness, and more, we'll bring you a variety of fresh viewpoints, voices, and ideas. What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander can be heard every Friday at 1 p.m. in New York and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Join Chris Epting every week for the moment. Chris talks to some of the most amazing people you'll ever meet, including authors, artists, and athletes. And that's just the A-list. These celebrities and public figures have interesting stories that all showcase the moments that their lives took a certain dramatic turn, changing them forever and shaping them to be the person that they were meant to be. Listen for The Moment with Chris Epting, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Classical Guitar Around the World with Kevin Collins. To find out more about the program, visit our website at classicalguitarworld.net. That's classicalguitarworld.net. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Classical Guitar Around the World. This is Kevin Collins on the Voice America Variety Network. Today we're talking to classical guitarist Michael Nix of Greenfield, Massachusetts, inventor of the American Banjar. Michael has combined the traditional European banjo, which emerged in the 1800s, with the modern classical guitar to create a truly American classical tradition, the American Banjar. Good morning, Michael. Welcome. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning. A pleasure to be here. It's always great to see you, Michael. It's been a long year with the COVID and everything. The arts have largely moved online. How was the transition for you? Yes, uh, actually, the the COVID time was uh, pretty successful for me. I was able to switch over to teaching on Zoom, doing streaming concerts on Zoom, and actually I set up classes teaching music theory for plucked string players. It's been very productive. Yes. Do you find this is a new venue for you going into the future? 
Actually, yeah. What I've talked to people about are simultaneously doing live festivals and streaming the festival at the same time. I put on the New American Banjo Festival last April, which had to be online out in the wide world. So now you're moving forward with your American Banjar, the combination of the classical guitar and the European banjo tradition of the 1800s. What got you thinking in this direction? It's an offshoot of what I've been thinking about with my banjo. I have two projects going on. The first is the new classic banjo project where I'm composing new music for the seven string and the five string banjo that is played guitar style, that is with finger style and the and a classical guitar technique. I'm composing works and I've started a commissioning program. In 2019, I had two composers compose works for me, tours that were going along with this premier concert idea of these new pieces all got shut down. I started the new American Banjo Festival to bring to light new things that are happening with the banjo. And the the last one uh, featured a number of people who are, are treating the banjo in new ways. Listeners should understand that you come to the guitar by way of piano and violin, and it's not a stretch to have you talking about your new invention, the banjar, on a show about the classical guitar. You know, I my career is simultaneously on the guitar and on the banjo. So, you know, I sort of view the banjo and the way I think about banjo as a second instrument, much in the same way that Julian Bream took the Renaissance lute, which was a predominant instrument in his country. You know, the English composers, Dallin and Campion, who made a body of work for the lute in England and the continent, and that became a focus, a secondary focus for Bream. As I started thinking about myself as a classical guitarist, I started thinking, well, amongst the thousands of guitarists across the world, how am I going to distinguish myself and make a unique voice for the instrument and the way that I think about my instrument in relationship with what happened in the United States? Well, what happened in the United States is that the banjo in the United States and simultaneously in Great Britain was developed out of the instruments that were developed by the enslaved people and then picked up by white performers in the late 1830s and 1840s. What happened is those folks developed the first American popular style of music in minstrelsy. Now, of course, that is loaded with racial overtones as we see now, but it really made an American music develop over those several hundred years. Let's listen to a clip of Coromante for the Banjar, performed here by Michael Nix. This is Kevin Collins on classical guitar around the world. I'll be right back. Thank 
Welcome back to Classical Guitar Around the World. This is Kevin Collins on the Voice America Variety Network talking to Michael Nix about the American banjar. Both the guitar and the banjo emerged from Europe in the 1800s. Can you tell us a little bit about the history of the banjo and the banjar? In about 1860, the Afrocentric style of banjo playing, that is, slamming the string with the back of the fingers and the fingernails, was replaced by European classical guitar style as America became more interested in adopting European artistic styles. Classical guitar influenced what happened on the banjo. So, I don't know, around 1860, 1865, you see the banjo tutors right in the middle of the tutor switch over from the back of the finger, what we call stroke style, African type playing, to Eurocentric style, the finger style of. So the modern banjo and the banjar were a merging of traditions, the combination of European classical traditions with instruments from the African diaspora. What happened was during the slave trade, the enslaved people were brought from Africa and they did not bring their instruments, but they brought the memory of how the instruments were made. So once they got to the Caribbean, the islands there, Jamaica, Haiti, and places in Brazil like Suriname, uh, they started using instruments that, or started making instruments with the available materials, calabash gourds, that sort of thing. But the mash of cultures also influenced the development of the banjo. So you had the Spanish, you had the Portuguese, you had the English, and you had the French, who all brought instruments on their ships that would influence what was happening with the enslaved. So here in the Americas, where in Africa you had a neck that was basically a round stick, now in the 1600s, you're beginning to see a flat fingerboard. No frets, it was fretless, but it was a flat fingerboard. So you're starting to see the influence or the mashup, I suppose, of African and European instrumental styles. And this continued through the early 1800s. Several European composers or European influence composers, like Louis Moreau Gottschalk, the piano virtuoso from New Orleans, he actually sought out banjo players and learned to play the banjo and then wrote a piece which took Europe by storm called The Banjo for the Piano, which emulated uh, the sounds and the styles of the banjo playing he heard in New Orleans. Let's take a minute to listen to the piece that swept Europe, The Banjo by Gottschalk. This is Kevin Collins on classical guitar around the world. I'll be right back. Thank you. 
That was the banjo by Gottschalk, composition that swept Europe in the 1800s, popularizing the banjo. This is Kevin Collins on Classical Guitar Around the World on the Voice America Network, and today we're talking to Michael Nix, inventor of the American banjar. How does one go from being a classically trained musician to building a career based on a combination of the banjo and the guitar, Michael? Through my time of college when i when i was in college my my job was playing in a bluegrass band so i played five string banjo and flat picking guitar in a bluegrass band you know i was making hundreds of dollars on the weekends doing that so i continued having these parallel careers where i'd put on a tux and go play concerts in concert halls and then on other days i would be out at some banjo festival playing bluegrass three finger style banjo i don't know so around 2003 i i started to think about this and started to think about sort of the schizophrenic nature of my music making and decided to develop an instrument that would bring all of the, the the disparate types of music making um, together. And so I developed a seven-string banjo with a classical guitar neck, but the chanterelle or the short drone string on the side. Um, so I wanted to expand the range of the instrument, but also use some of the textures and techniques that banjo players used uh, to make music. What a rich life you've made for yourself. We're going to go to break right now, and I'll be back in just a minute. I hope you'll stick with us for more of Michael Nix and the American Banjar. This is Kevin Collins on classical guitar around the world on the Voice America Radio Network. I'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Get ready to go inside the lives of some of the top recording artists the music industry has known. Join host Troy Bronstein every week as he becomes a prince among queens. Troy discusses the careers and past, present, and future projects from these artists. And if there's time on each show, you just might hear some performance gems as well. Listen for Prince Among Queens every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast all the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Classical Guitar Around the World with Kevin Collins. To find out more about the program, visit our website at classicalguitarworld.net. That's classicalguitarworld.net. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Classical Guitar Around the World. This is Kevin Collins on the Voice America Variety Network. We were just talking to Michael Nix, inventor of the American Banjar, a melding of classical guitar and the banjo in the European tradition of banjo, trying to recall some of the original roots of the instrument in the uh, enslaved people of the African diaspora and how this was reinvented. I hope you will visit our website and uh, click on some of the links in the bottom of the page. You can visit Michael Nix at nixworks.com and at his project, The Banjo Project. And you can hear more of his works on YouTube. That's also below. And you will be, you'll be able to hear the full interview on classicalguitarworld.net. It'll be up there pretty soon, so please stay tuned. I'm going to play some more music of the uh, the beginning classical guitar repertoire. These are the pieces that have given many of us the inspiration to take up the guitar. Uh, these are the uh, works that were played by Andre Segovia, the great, we call him the Einstein of the guitar, because before Einstein, mathematics was we know it did not exist, and before Segovia, the guitar, we d knew it did not exist. And so I'd like to play some of the Segovia repertoire for you. This is my first real piece. Uh, Kid and Camp showed it to me, I like to say, but it was uh, something that I grew up listening to. My parents played the records of Segovia, and uh, we had a musical house. My father played the classical guitar and the flute, and my mother played the piano. Uh, wonderful wonderful musical household, and uh, I took up the clarinet and the flute and the oboe in high school, and then when I went to audition for college and flute, they said, well, we have lots of flute players, why don't you go on guitar? So I said, okay, whatever you need, and I sought out my teacher, Dick Provost, at the Hart School of Music in West Hartford, Connecticut, and the rest is history. I'm going to play uh, my first piece. I like to say this is my mother's favorite. This is a prelude in B minor. You ask any classical guitarist if you can play the Soar B minor study, and he will be delighted to play this for you. This is Study in B minor by Fernando Soar. This is Kevin Collins on classical guitar around the world on the Amer Voice America Variety Network. I'll be right back.
Welcome back. This is Kevin Collins on Classical Guitar Around the World. I was playing The Study in B Minor by Fernando Soar. It's uh, my first real piece, and uh, I'd like to play some more Soar for you. These are gems that every guitarist loves, and perhaps you will hear something that will give you the arrow through the heart and make you think this is something you would like to do. How about another study by Soar? This is a study in C. Fernando Soar was an interesting character. He uh, was born in Spain and grew up in England. He, his first opera was produced when he was 17. He wrote a large body of piano music, and he was known during his lifetime as the Beethoven of the guitar. This is a piece that brings to mind some of the piano music and played on the guitar. You'll hear a melody in the fingers and then a little left-hand motor. And then you put the two together and you have Study in C by Fernando Soar. This is Kevin Collins on classical guitar around the world. Welcome back. We're listening to the music of Fernando Soar. This is some of the music that inspired many of us to take up the guitar. And that's uh, my featuring this afternoon is some of the early pieces that uh, brought us so much happiness and got us all interested. I'd like to play some um, music from the Renaissance lute. This was arranged by uh, Oscar Chilasotti, who also also wrote some pieces for Respighi, that Respighi wrote, um, wrote a piece called The Ancient Airs and Dances, and these are some of the pieces that inspired Respighi. And uh, Segovia went ahead and arranged six of these for the guitar, and I'm going to play some of the Renaissance lute pieces. And this is Kevin Collins on classical guitar around the world. This is one of the great traditions of guitar. It's called tuning. Six Renaissance lute pieces.
This is Kevin Collins on classical guitar around the world on the Voice American Network. We're playing some of the early pieces that inspired many of us in the classical guitar world to pick up the classical guitar. I hope that you find something here that will inspire you to listen to more classical guitar and perhaps to put your hand on an instrument and just to touch it and feel the sound. This is the great thing about the guitar. It's, it's part of you. It, uh, when you hold it, it's like holding it, it's like hugging the guitar. It's very personal. It's this warm, and you feel the vibration right through the bones in your chest. 
and the room becomes part of the instrument. Today I'm playing in my studio here at the Red Barn Music School in, in Amherst, Mass., and I uh, was uh, lucky to uh, have built it to my own spec. I use the BBC spec, if anybody's interested. It's a layer of sheetrock on top of homosote with uh, double stud walls and fiberglass insulation. It gives a nice warm sound, and it makes it just a joy to be here. It's a great place to be and play music. At the Red Barn, we give music lessons. Uh, uh, please check us out at redbarnmusic.com. We give after-school music lessons for kids, and we do some, some Skype and Zoom lessons. If you're interested in taking some classical guitar with me or some uh, piano or some, some other instruments, so... Uh, We've got some really nice teachers here, and they will get you going, just as uh, we, we say, you can't give you the desire, we can give you the skills. If you have the desire, we can give you the skills. So check us out at redbarnmusic.com. Our interview today is with Michael Nix. Michael Nix is the inventor of the American Banjar. And uh, I hope that you will visit us on the website, classicalguitarworld.net, and hear the complete interview with Michael. And uh, that will be going to archive with a full interview, and so uh, you get to hear more of his music. And you can learn more about Michael at, at nixworks.com. That's N-I-X-Works, W-O-R-K-S.com. I'm going to play a little more guitar for you. This is another standard, the Stairway to Heaven of Classical Guitar, a prelude by Hytor Villalobos. Villalobos is known as the Bach of of South America, a Brazilian composer. He uh, wrote over 200 works, uh, and uh, this is uh, Prelude Number 1. And if I don't see you at the end of this, I'll see you next week. Here we go. Prelude 1 by Velobos. Oops, let's tune. This is a great tradition of classical guitar called tuning. Okay, fingers crossed, here goes.
This is Kevin Collins on Classical Guitar Around the World. Today we were talking to Michael Nix of the American Banjar. Please visit our website at classicalguitarworld.net to hear the full interview. And we'll be talking with more classical guitarists next week. I've got a couple nice interviews coming up, and we'll be hearing more classical guitar music. This is uh, Kevin Collins on the Classical Guitar Around the World on the Voice America Network, and I'm going to fade out on the guitar. tuning in to this week's edition of Classical Guitar Around the World. Kevin Collins and another one of his amazing guests will continue our discussion next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Won't you join us then?